In Jesus' name we have prayed. This is a word for someone. Psalm 113 verse 7. I don't know how this is, this is applicable to you, but the Lord just told me to share this with you. It's a reassurance, all right? There is nothing that God cannot do. Psalm 113 verse 7 and 8. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the harsh heap. Verse 8. He will not only do that. Bible says, He seats them with princes, with the princes of his people. I decree over your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you will enjoy the favor of kings in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know how low you are, but I assure you in the name of Jesus that he will lift you up. He will set you on high because you have known his name. In the name of Jesus Christ, and so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a song, I, I, I sent some songs across, but I don't want you to sing that right now, but there's a particular song I want us to sing. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, Joy in the Holy Ghost, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Hey, don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Like, don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? There's peace in the kingdom. Oh, there's joy in the kingdom. There's peace in the kingdom. Everybody, come on, everybody. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Oh, righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. time we bring you greetings from our senior pastors pastor taiwo and mom t odukoya thank you for fellowship with us today god god bless you we will still welcome you sing for you after the sermon amen uh emerge 2021 begins on friday
here on Sunday. Let me repeat that again. There will not be, me, I want to go and be blessed. Amen. We are not even live streaming. So, we have been instructed by our senior pastor that we should come home. It's homecoming. So, I'm going home <laughs> to be fed the, the word. Amen. So, I will see you there. And, of course, uh, all the choir of the branches are participating fully. So, you see the Grace family, Grace Mystery ministering, leading one of the sessions. Amen. So, come and be blessed. Of course, you saw the lineup, right? It's going to be. Anyone you want to join? Anyone at all? You can join the first service. You can join the second service. Just make sure you are there. Amen. Uh, yes, we are working towards making a bus available to convey people at a particular time. That will be communicated. So, And it's going to go once or maybe uh, make two buses available just to be able to, maybe you meet here at 6.30 or 6 a.m. in the morning. We will communicate that in the course of the week. And that will be very, very clear. So uh, it will be communicated uh, to us via text messages and also on our WhatsApp platform, across all our WhatsApp platforms, so that you don't, I, I know a number of us, we, we can help ourselves out. Amen. So see you there on Sunday. Hallelujah. This month, we'll be talking about the Holy Spirit. Uh, when the Lord ministered to me about the uh, series theme for the month, I, I was just looking for, you know, a confirmation. Up until about 1 a.m. last night, this morning, I beg your pardon, I was still preparing my notes and stuff like that. But as the promise of the week came, I got, because it's important to speak what the Lord wants his people to hear at such a time as this. And so, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 31, which is our promise of the week, says, You shall hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. In other words, walking in it, obedience precedes walking in it. You have to obey before you can walk in it. So what is this voice that we are going to hear behind us? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So this month we'll be talking about Holy Spirit, my companion. Can you say that after me? Holy Spirit, my companion. Holy Spirit, my companion. Um, when my dad passed on, I, I, just, I thought for a moment, so then... Who is going to send me daily messages as he used to do? Call me, send me Bible verses and stuff like that. And tell me, to look, pray with this, pray with this. I just got, you know, I missed a lot of things. I, I was just, okay, so what's going to happen now? So, when the news came, it was a Friday when we had a function in Adekite. 
And when they called me and said, the dad passed on, I could not travel on that Friday because the news came very late. So the following morning, I drove, because I was in Adoiki, so I drove from Adoiki to Toshogoda, and then my friend was driving behind me. Initially, he was skeptical. Will you be able to drive because of the news? You know? So I was just, I was driving, I know, it's about uh, two hours, 15 minutes or thereabout. And in that car, I was just thinking, and then Holy Spirit was ministering to me. You know, the, th the first thought was, you know, I, I'm now lonely. Oh, we are now lonely. You know, I just have my, you know, siblings. We are all just in our. And so we, but I just heard a voice that says, but I've always been with you. You should also ask who, because at that time, I began to think about my father's words. When you bring things to my father, a, a very difficult matter, and he says, ah, but that, I don't know what to do. My dad will just say in Yoruba, Oloruwa, like, but there is God. There is nothing, no matter how difficult or complex the situation is, and you tell my father about it, the first thing he will say to you is, but there is God. The truth is, there is God. And God is always right with us. The Holy Spirit, the third in Trinity, has always been there. You are not, you are not alone. Who is a companion? It's someone that you, you spend a good time with, you spend a good hour with almost for the rest of your life. Your, your spouse is your companion for life and stuff like that. You have the Holy Spirit as your companion as you walk through life. You think about the complexities of life. You are confused. You don't even know where to go. You have the Holy Spirit. You will hear a voice behind you says, this is the way that you should go. So when you look at Jesus' word, it says, the word that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus' word should be the foundation upon which we believe. Every other thing should be built on Jesus' word. The apostles were ministered to by the Spirit. The Bible says to us that the Scripture in itself was inspired. The men were inspired by the Spirit of God to write the intentions of God. We cannot walk through life and succeed the way God wants us to succeed without the help of the Holy Spirit. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Come. Let us make man in our own image after our likeness. God uh, was referring to, of course, Jesus the world, the Holy Spirit, and the whole host of heaven. So the Holy Spirit has always been there, even when man was created. 
John chapter 1. The book of John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God verse 2. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that was made. That has been made. Verse 4. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. You cannot separate your relevance from the Holy Spirit. You cannot. You cannot. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In the book of John chapter 3, verse 5, we read about the story. I'm, I'm laying emphasis. I'm, today, we are just going to build you know, foundation for what you'll be teaching out this month. So let me just uh, take time to read the outline for us. So we'll be looking at the personality of the Holy Spirit. And we're also going to look at the expression or the workings of the Holy Spirit in us. We'll also talk about how do we get the Holy Spirit or how to receive the Holy Spirit. So those three things are primarily what we'll dwell on uh, this month. So in John chapter 3 verse 5, the story of a man called Nicodemus. It wasn't just an ordinary man. The Bible says he was a prominent Pharisee. In, in other words, he was, he was known. Well known. There, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform the miraculous sign you are doing if God were not with him. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. And this man responded and he says, how can I be born again? I, I could just have imagined how Jesus would have felt. I, I could just, I could an adult ask such a question. He says, will I enter my mother's womb the second time? quite hilarious, isn't it? Verse 5. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God. Okay. No one, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and what? By the Spirit. You are born again by the Holy Spirit. By the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You see, the thing, the thing is, we're going to look, look at it in the book of John. John chapter 20, I think. Holy Spirit is with you. Holy Spirit has always been with man. Telling you about God's love. He loves you. He wants you to come. He is knocking. That, do, that knock, no, that, that soft voice saying to you, why don't you try Jesus? That's the Holy Spirit. Why don't you go this way? That's the Holy Spirit. But when you make up your mind and you believe and you accept Jesus, the Holy Spirit then dwells in you. There is no believer of Jesus that does not have Holy Spirit. You have. 
you are not alone. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. So Jesus speaking of the Holy Spirit. In the book of John chapter 7. Verse 37 to 39. We're going to look at quite a number of scriptures because this is the foundation. So we must understand what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. So that we, 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 you know, some people, maybe they don't believe in the Holy Spirit. But this is the scripture. Amen. On the last day and the greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Verse 39. By this he meant the spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive up to that time, the spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. Let me read from the Passion Translation. John chapter 7. Then on the most important day of the feast, the last day, Jesus stood up and shouted out the crowds, All you testy ones, Come to me and drink. If you remember when Jesus was walking through the town of Samaria in John chapter 4 and he met a woman, he says, uh, uh, give me a drink. And the woman says, uh, what, what relationship do, does a Jew have to do with a Samaritan? I'm a, Samir I'm, 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 I'm a Samaritan woman. I'm not supposed to talk to you. You are also a teacher. You are not also supposed to talk to a woman in the public. This woman usually comes to the well at a time where uh, no one will possibly notice because of the baggages in our life. And Jesus said to her, give me a drink. And he says, well, I don't have to relate with you. I'm not supposed to relate with you. And what Jesus said, if you know the one that speaks to you, you will give him the drink because what I'm going to give you, you will never, ever thirst again. The Holy Spirit. Believe in me so that rivers of living water will burst out from within you, flowing from your innermost being, just like the scripture says, Jesus was prophesying about the Holy Spirit. That believers were, to were being prepared to receive. But the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out upon them because Jesus had not yet been unveiled in his full splendor. Let me read Jack Ifford's commentary about the events of the feast. Now, each day of the feast of the tabernacle, a joyous celebration was observed in which the priest brought water that is, that is symbolic to the water supply from the rock in Exodus chapter 17 to the temple from the pool of Siloam in a golden pitcher. During the procession, 
The people recited Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3. The water was poured out on the altar as an offering to God. While the people shouted and sang, the truth is this. Jesus, speaking in John chapter 7, was the fulfillment of all that ceremony. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And when you look at the part that we read, chapter 30, uh, verse chapter 7, John chapter 7, verse 37 to 38, there are three words that I want us to pay attention to. On the most important day, the last day Jesus stood and shouted at the crowds, All you thirsty ones, you must test. For the Holy Spirit. All you test, there must be a test, there must be an hunger in your spirit. Come. Come. Come to me, all ye that are, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come. All ye that are confused, and I will give you direction. Come. Come to me. And you must believe. You must believe. Jesus says, come. Test, come, and drink, and believe. Come. Drink and believe. John chapter 14, verse 15, 16, and 17. When you read from the beginning of the chapter, it looks like the disciples were worried. Almost like, this account was towards the end of Jesus' ministry on earth. And the disciples were comfortless. Uh, perhaps they had they, they had this feeling this, this, this master is going to leave or something like that. Of course, Jesus must have been intimating them. And so when you read from verse 1, I'm not going to read the whole chapter. The emphasis is on chapter 15. Verse 15, I beg your pardon. When you read from verse 1 of chapter 14 of the book of John, Jesus says, don't worry or surrender to your fear. For you believe, but for, for you have believed in God. Now trust and believe in me also. Verse 2 says, in my father's house there are many mansions there. I'm going to prepare a place for you and stuff like that. And in verse 5, Thomas said to him, Master, we don't know where you are going. So how could we know the way there? But see, Jesus, Jesus explained, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes next to the Father except through union with me. To know me is to know my Father too. And from now on, you will realize that you have seen him 
and experienced him. You, Jesus and his father and the Holy Spirit are inseparable because they are one. As we read further in verse 8, Philip spoke up, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be all, and that will be all that we need. Jesus replied, Philip, I have been with you all those times, and you still don't know who I am. How could you ask me to show you the Father? For anyone who has looked at me has seen the Father. Don't you believe that the Father is living in me and that I am living in the Father? Even my words are not my own words, but come from my Father. For he lives in me and performs his miracles, his miracles of far through me. Believe that I live as one with my Father, and that my Father lives as one with me. Or at least believe because of the mighty miracles that I have done. And so, in verse 15... Jesus says, loving me empowers you to obey my commands. Maybe someone here is finding it difficult to obey God's instructions. The prerequisite to making that easy for you is to love Jesus. A deliberate love for Jesus. Jesus spoke about it here. He says, loving me empowers you to obey my commands. And I will ask the Father. The New King James Version, the King James Version says, and I will pray to the Father. Anyone who is a lawyer understands that better. It's about, I'm going to put the, it's a deliberate petition before my Father on your behalf. And I am certain that he is going to answer me. You know, when you're called to say before the judge, these are my prayers. So Jesus here is saying, this is, my deliberate request from my father. Because I am living and I know that you will need a comforter. I am living and I, and I know that you need someone to strengthen you. I am living and I know that you need someone to lead you through the complexities of life. So on your behalf, I am going to pray to my father. So I will ask the Father and he will give you another Savior. He will give you another Savior. The Holy Spirit of truth who will be with you a friend just like me. In other words, there is no difference between my Father and myself and there is no difference between the Holy Spirit and myself. So although you will not see me physically, but I will always be by you. There will always be a voice saying to you, this is the way that you should go. Following it, I am not leaving you comfortless or directionless in the complexities of life. I am with you. And so Jesus concluding in Matthew says, I am with you. Even unto the end. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. You are not alone. He is with you. And he will never 
leave you. Qualifying the leave. The writer of the passing translation says, they will never leave you. The Holy Spirit is with you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you will know him intimately because he will make his home in you and live inside of you. This is why you must understand that your body is the temple of the Lord. The Holy Spirit of the Lord lives inside of you. John chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. That evening, disciples gathered together and because they were afraid of reprisals from the Jewish leaders, they had locked the doors to the place where they met. But suddenly, Jesus appeared amongst them and said, now at this time Jesus had <laughs> been crucified, he had resurrected. And so the disciples, were, they locked this, themselves up Maybe that's the situation that you find yourself right now. They were terrified, afraid. And so Jesus appeared suddenly amongst them and said, Peace to you. I said to someone this morning, May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ guard your heart and your minds. In the name of Jesus, peace over every difficult situation, peace in your home, peace over your business, peace over your children, in the name of Jesus Christ, peace to you. Then he showed them the wounds of his hands and his side. They were overjoyed to see the Lord with their own eyes. Verse 21, I'm reading the passing translation. Jesus repeated his greetings. Peace to you. Because righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost is the kingdom of God. Anything that is devoid of peace is not of God. Jesus says, peace to you. We're not supposed to live life without peace, without joy, even though we know there will be storms. But we have the one who is the prince of peace in, living inside of us. So we should never be troubled. And he told them, just as the father has sent me, I am now sending you. Then taking a deep breath, he blew on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. I send you to preach the forgiveness of sins. And people's sin will be forgiven. But if you don't proclaim the forgiveness of their sins, they will remain guilty. This explains better 
the New King James Version that says, uh, I don't know the one they projected. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. What the Bible is simply saying is this. Proclaim the forgiveness of their sins so that they will not remain guilty. In other words, you have received the Holy Spirit. One of the expressions of the Holy Spirit is to preach the good news. Tell them that their sins are forgiven. Not that they're about to be forgiven. It has already been forgiven. So they don't have to live in guilt. So I'm saying to someone, in case you feel that your life is messed up, don't worry. Your sins are forgiven. Amen. Peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus knew the Holy Spirit better than anyone. Because the Holy Spirit was there with Jesus before the earth was created. Jesus was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. The Holy Spirit shadowed on Mary and he was conceived and she was conceived of a son by the Holy Spirit. So Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Jesus also was baptized by the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, proclaimed the coming of the Savior. And he says, someone is coming whose sandals I cannot even tie. Jesus appeared at the Jordan and he was baptized by the Holy Spirit. The heavens opened over him and the voice says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Jesus was also led to the wilderness by the Spirit. He was led out of the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. Jesus withstood the pain of crucifixion by the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit was there to give him strength. Helping him to persevere all the beatings, all the scourgings on your behalf. Jesus was raised by the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 11, our closing creed says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. When you read Romans 8 verse 11 to 13, the Spirit raised Christ from the dead. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Will also give life to your mortal bodies. And John 10, 10 says, I have come that you may have life. And have it more abundantly. Whatsoever that is dead in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. They receive life in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever that is dead in your business. They receive the life of God. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. If Jesus Christ could not do without the Holy Spirit, why should you think you can walk through life without the Holy Spirit? You must make a deliberate attempt. It must be deliberate. It must be intentional. That's the word. To consistently have communion with the Holy Spirit. We sing that family, a family song. Blessed communion in the Holy Ghost. Blessed communion in the Holy Ghost. When last did you obey the voice of the Holy Spirit? Do you even recognize that it is the Holy Spirit that is talking to you? My peace I give to you. My peace. My peace I live with you. My peace I give to you. I am living, but I'm giving you another Savior. I am not leaving you comfortable. I say to someone today, you are not alone. Jesus' ministry on the earth, from the time Jesus was born, apart from the announcement of Jesus' birth or conception, until the time that Jesus finished his work, it was through the help of the Holy Spirit. My friends, this morning you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will expand his word in your heart. Can we take that song of the Holy Spirit, please? I don't know how much of him you want, but I want my cup filled up. I want... and feel 
Heart of Apostles, chapter 1, verse 2. Just before he ascended into heaven, he left instructions for the apostles he had chosen by the Holy Spirit. This was Jesus. He left the instructions for the apostles he had chosen by the Holy Spirit. In other words, Jesus' decision taking was guided by the Holy Spirit. Know this as you go home today that the Holy Spirit communicates the agenda of heaven on earth. Communicates the heart of God on every subject of your life. You cannot live life well and finished strong and well without the Holy Spirit. Let's bow ahead to pray. Father, we want to thank you this morning for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. We pray as we continue in this teaching that you will expand your word in our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Our lives will be transformed by your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' unfailing name, we have prayed. Amen. Please, gracious please. thank you. God bless you. Praise the living Jesus. Have you all been blessed? So we'll continue the teaching in two weeks. Remember, I'm not in church next week Sunday. I'll catch up with you when we go home, home headquarters. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, so uh, if you're uh, joining us for the first time, if this is your first time in the service, can you please wave your hands to Jesus? You not are not to Jesus, to Jesus. To the fountain of Saturdays we pray with other, uh, other believers from other denominations. We hope that you will find a time to worship with us in any of those services. God bless you. And we bring you greetings from our senior pastor, Pastor Taiwo and Nomti Odukoya. We pray that the peace of the Lord Jesus and his grace shall be multiplied upon your house and your household in Jesus' almighty name. The ushers, we attend to you, we give you a bag. In need, we have information about the church. And the pastors, we like to meet you at the end of the service. Or one of our directors, we also might meet you if the pastors are busy to do that. God bless you. But we want to assure you that we thank you for coming. We celebrate you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't forget, the merge starts on Friday. 
and ends on Sunday. Alright, Friday, 6 p.m. on Friday. Saturday we have morning and afternoon session, uh, morning and evening session, and on Sunday, uh, first service starts by 7 a.m. and then the second service by 10 a.m. We will not be opening the church next week Sunday. Please make sure you come to the headquarters and be blessed. Amen. Some of us have not been there before. So please don't be don't be left out. Hallelujah. Alright, so it's time to give our substance to the Lord. Uh, before we do that, let me also thank the uh, the leadership of the teenage uh, <laughs> of, the, of the teenage ministry. Amen. Uh, thank you for putting the boot camp together. I was there yesterday. I just peeped in into this into their service. It was really, really awesome. We are certain that next year will be bigger. Next year will be glorious. In the name of Jesus, we pray for you all. You will not miss your reward in the name of Jesus. And every good word that has been sown into the lives of these children shall bring forth fruit in the name of Jesus. These children shall grow to make the kingdom of God proud and to make their parents proud in the name of Jesus. They will not die, but they shall fulfill all that God has ordained them to be in the mighty name of Jesus. They will fulfill their days in the name of Jesus Christ. They will not be caught in the evil trap in the mighty name of Jesus. They will not be assaulted in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord keep our children. The Lord bless them continuously and continually in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So it's time to give your substance to the Lord. Can you lift up your offering to the Almighty Father and your tithe? Pray over your giving. Pray that the Lord should accept your giving in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Accept our giving in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The offering basket will go around and uh, please drop your offering in the offering basket. Um, one of the instrumentalists, I didn't tell you this, but uh, he told me last week Sunday, was it last week Sunday? Was it on Sunday that he told me? Oh, okay, he told me on Wednesday. Um, he's traveling for his masters in the U.S. Amen. And I want us to pray for him. He's um, he has been committed in the choir. He, he walked in into the auditorium and he has been giving his best to the Lord. I want us to just stretch forth. Can you stand up? Let them just pray for you. I want us to stretch. He's traveling tomorrow, tomorrow night, or tomorrow morning. I want us to stretch forth our hands to him and pray that the Lord we will bless him. The Lord will reward him. The Lord will order his steps in the name of Jesus. The Lord keep you and protect you. You will not miss your reward and you will not be confused and be lost in the world. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you and all that concerns you. When we hear from you, it will be good news. When you hear from us, it shall be good news. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for all that you've done. We celebrate you. 
We pray that the presence of the Lord shall not depart from your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. I know many more will still go. <laughs> Amen. We had uh, one gentleman at some point to share. And uh, he's in the US now. So miraculously. Amen. Yeah, there was also a guy too. He started with us. I think he's in Dubai. I don't know if you still remember the guy. The drummer. He started with us. Wow. Please, if you could get his number, please. Let me have it. I, I would like to speak to him. Amen. Let's rise as we close this service. Have you been blessed? I want you to decree to your week. Uh, say it how you want it to be. My week is blessed. I enjoy peace. Lord, I enjoy peace on all sides. I am not confused in the name of Jesus. I enjoy favor in the name of Jesus. My steps are ordered by God. My steps are ordered by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. I will return with testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, glorious Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let's share the grace and fellowship with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so sin shall not have dominion over us. For the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us and quickens our mortal bodies to the glory of His holy name. Amen. I love you all and have a blessing.